Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sheebie-Jeebies, the horror podcast by fans, for fans, and about fans. Once again, I am your host, Sam Carlson, spelled backwards as Nozzle Rack. And we have a very special co-podcaster with Eternally Bored Productions who is joining me today. If you couldn't tell from uh, my little intro there, we are going to be talking about Troll 2 from 1990, the grandest year of them all. And uh, we have Vegan Chris with us in real life. I've never <laughs> met a real... Wait, I've met maybe like one other real life vegan. But Chris, you know, how, who are you and how did you get in my studio? Wow. Uh, yeah, there's, so there's, there's not too many of us around, uh, especially in this part of Texas. But uh, yeah, my name's Chris. I am a vegan. I guess that's the most important thing about this show right now is the fact that I'm a vegan this because of what we're going to get in talk. We're going to talk about yes. something uh, very interesting for vegans and uh, meat eaters alike. So, um, so a little bit about me. I'm from Austin, Texas, and I honestly don't know how the heck I got here. I mean, I'm going to say it was 35 <laughs> South. Right. Yes, that is the highway you take. Um, so yes, I am from Austin, and we traveled here or I traveled here to San Antonio and uh, what I meant is I don't know how I got into this uh, podcasting thing it just kind of you know happened you know life just uh, opportunities come and you got to take those opportunities and roll with it see how it goes and um, yeah and I have my own uh, podcast right now that we're just launching just getting started it's called uh, the other side of living and it's a podcast where I talk about health fitness uh, just Anything with healthy living, uh, just advice on just how to go about your day and how to go about certain things in your life. So yeah, I, I would encourage you guys to check it out for yep. a better understanding. Well, you, you know, know, I was giving you shit about the name of the podcast, but I was thinking about <laughs> it further because, you know, the other side of living is technically dying. But, you know, That's the other side of living yeah. is an alternative to what you're currently living. Right. That, is that a better idea, better way to describe Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Kind of? I would I would definitely describe it that way. For okay. Sure. Cool. Yeah. So what do you do during the day? Because during the day I am a call center troll, also very <laughs> appropriate for the episode. Right. Can so you not say I, are you like a male escort? No, during no, no. The day? Um so what I do, I just I I'm doing what it takes to make money. You run drugs, okay. Got it. That makes sense. It's Austin. <laughs> Are you, do you, do you, put, do you uh, deliver like weed on the little bicycles, like on, on that show? Hi, you know, I would, it is. man, I would love to do that and yeah. hopefully, hopefully soon that'll be a thing, but mm, no, actually Texas, it's, I got holdout state, man, no weed for anybody here. <laughs> uh, what I do, I drive around, uh, making money, listening to music and, uh, it's called being an Uber driver. So. Um, yeah, that's all I do. Yeah. I just Uber, I do Amazon flex. I just do whatever I can to do money, to make money, to yeah. do money, make money. You could technically do money. Oh maybe. yeah. Can you do money? Jay, can you do money? Possibly good. Okay. Mm. It's a maybe. We'll have to think about that. <laughs> so what was your experience watching troll two? Okay. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I am not, uh, I don't really watch a bunch of movies, but um, I was told I'd, I need to watch this movie and <laughs> well, so I, I just love the whole intro. I just, I don't know what's, <laughs> there's just a lot going on. Uh, these whole, the nineties movie era of, <laughs> you know, how they come up with the dialogue and just the whole like tremendous acting and just, you know, 
What's great about that is that the director of this movie is Italian, and it, he and the screenwriter both Italian. Uh, so uh, I remember watching uh, the documentary on this movie. It was called it's called Best Worst Movie, and it was actually written and directed by the kid that plays Joshua, which was blew my mind. Whoa! Yeah, it's a fantastic doc, and I think you know <laughs> you definitely check that out if you enjoyed this movie. But uh, one of the things that I remember the director saying is he kind of got a feel for how it was like to be American. And he said that he felt more American than most of the people. And I think it definitely does show in a lot of the dialogue, even if it is kind of weird at times, mm-hmm. just the environments like um, Joshua's bedroom with like the Joker poster and also uh, Joshua's sister, Holly, where it, besides the weird dance, uh, whatever dance she was doing, she's wearing a Garfield T-shirt, and it's a Garfield, but as an Aries, uh, as a as the astrological sign. I'm like, that is the most '90s thing I've ever seen. It was beautiful, <laughs> right? Um, so just that that whole intro where the mom comes in and starts talking to the kid. There's I don't know what it is about the mom. She just kind of freaks me out. She doesn't blink. That's right? why she okay. She has like I've, the coldest I've, stare ever. She's a deer in headlights the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, I swear she's probably hopped up on Valium or something, but she never blinks. She blinks maybe one tenth wow. of the entire time that the other people are blinking. She only blinks ten percent of that. <laughs> she must have just like the moistest moistest eyeballs in the world. She doesn't even need those eyelids. <laughs> I'm sorry again. No, yeah, this I mean, is, it bothered me to no end. But yeah, I just I couldn't I couldn't long. get over. Yeah, I just couldn't I couldn't get over just man. Anyway, but um so um so I, I the little story in the in the beginning, right, where it's uh who is it Robin or who's the character? Who's uh, the fantasy character that's being chased by the trolls? I don't know. And you know, what I thought was more interesting was at the beginning of this movie uh, Joshua is being told a bedtime story by his grandpa Seth, right. and it's about how goblins, their favorite food is half man, half plant, which I'm like, that kind of doesn't make sense with the rest of the movie, but maybe grandpa Seth doesn't know what he's talking about. He's old. But it turns out he's dead. And Grandpa Seth is just haunting his poor grandson from the beginning. Right. That's a way to open up the movie, for sure. Yeah, and I'm wondering, like, why is he telling him this particular story? It's as he seems to know the events that are going to take place at some point. Right. That's what I was thinking. I mean, so wouldn't he have told his grandson about what's going to happen if they go on that vacation? If, like, what what are the chances of him telling that story and then that happening? Well, I have a theory. As I always do. Let's hear it. Okay. Grandpa Seth. Grandpa Seth could be one of two things. Be, mm-hmm. So it's possible that Grandpa Seth has all this knowledge of the goblins because maybe he used to be a goblin and the oh. goblins can turn into humans. That's their natural disguise. Maybe Grandpa Seth decided to go stay human, but he's taken all of the knowledge of the goblins with them, at least like this town of Nilbog, which has all of 26 goblins in it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think y'all need to work on the procreation there. <clears throat> so, you know, he could be secret goblin, but I think... But with the small population, when you talk about procreation in a town of 26 people, I mean, what's going to happen? Like, there's only there's so many people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You know what that's going to lead to, basically. More goblins. <laughs> It's fine. It's I, I don't think the incest is going to matter because you're right. not going to be able to tell the goblins apart anyway. <laughs> They'd still look like goblins anyhow. 
Oh, boy. There we go. Somebody's going to get mad on Twitter now. Oh, well. All right. Well, okay. Um, But, yeah, no, that's that's definitely a... That would, yeah. make, that would make so, a lot of sense about why he's talking about that in the beginning yeah. before it happens. Better theory. Mm. Better theory. Grandpa Seth is a Jedi and he's force ghosting this entire movie. Ah, oh, okay. And okay, and I have I have I think I have enough evidence to back it up, and this might tie into him being a, like a secret goblin. Okay, so he could become corporeal at times for whatever reason, and you know, he can he can deliver weapons from the realm of death that he's in or whatever. Like um, there was a Molotov cocktail. There was an axe. There was a fire extinguisher. I guess it's a weapon. And then we had the double decker bologna sandwich. All mm. of this stuff just came from Grandpa Seth in whatever it is that he whatever it is he's stuck in. <sighs> My favorite scene, by the way. Yes. The double decker bologna sandwich. There's no meat in that. It's bologna. Come on. There's no actual meat. Well, I just like the fact that he didn't even eat it. The he kid, he did not. I really I don't know if you noticed that. He actually was just pretending to eat it. Implied eating. Wow. Is that just bad acting or was that a part of the movie? I don't know. I blocked out. <laughs> I blo- Honestly, I blocked out a lot of parts of this movie just because uh, I don't like the movie because it bothers me. Like, it actually huh. is one of those movies that scares me because I don't like the idea of people eating me while I'm still alive. That's really, it's Ooh. like, ugh. Uh, like the the end part where they you know they turn his mother into goo and they're eating her. I was like, Bleh. jeez, that was it. unexpected. Yeah, I, was I like, thought Bleh. the movie was over. Yeah, and I and mean, like you got boobs in this PG thirteen movie. It's weird. Ah, uh, yeah. Like there's no there's not a lot of blood in it. There's some blood when Arnold gets turned into a plant, you know. Uh, but it's mostly just green goop, you know. Yeah. So I'm like. Is that the same tactic they use for maxi pad commercials? Because liquid's always blue. Is it just to scoot around that R rating? <laughs> you know, just a thought. I wonder what would happen if they turned it green. That'd be strange. Yeah, um, I thought at the end that the mom was going to reveal that she was like the queen goblin, and I would have totally believed it. Oh man, no! I think we we especially we know that with is the queen, especially with her tempting her son with the apple. The apple. Yeah. She's like, it's so good. Are you sure you don't want this apple? I, I'm going to just attribute that to the Valium. I really am. Because, I mean, she's she's very spacey. Like, there's that part where Leonora is oh talking God, about her right. teenage daughter, and she's, like, provocative and appetizing. And, like, the mom is just not even responding to that. Like, that's a perfectly normal thing to say about an adult talking about your, your teenage child. But, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. What was the name of the boy, the, the, the daughter's boyfriend? Elliot. Elliot. So I remember the part when Elliot, uh, I guess, joins them in the house. <laughs> First thing the mom says is like, what are you doing here, Elliot? And then the daughter's like, oh, well, Elliot's a part of the family now. And then as soon as she says that, all of a sudden the mom loves Elliot. <laughs> I don't remember what she said. She's like, oh, welcome to the family. Like, there was no argument whatsoever. It was just, all right. I figure it's one of those families where it's like dad says no and you can literally just go ask mom and she'll be like yes because she's too stoned. <laughs> I have no doubt of that. She has no independent thought. No, I know. And uh, it, it's funny. It's like because she's, you know, she is the the daughter of Grandpa Seth, which, you know, um, I wonder if maybe. <sighs> OK, so I wonder if maybe Grandpa Seth, like as 
if we're going with this theory where he's part goblin, like some mm. of that doesn't translate well when he actually like marries a human woman and then has a child. Maybe it's that. <sighs> oh, so that would explain a lot about her. Yeah. About like, the daughter. Yeah. Because she kind of acts very vacant, like not, you know, she's not quiet like the residents of Nilbog. Uh, she has plenty of lines. She's one of the main characters. She has to. But she's very, like, vacant like they are and just kind of, like, not really super I just, active in that. I just came up with the theory. Okay. On the spot right now. So going with the fact that Grandpa Seth is a goblin and, you know, you have his daughter. So I'm, I, I don't know. I felt like throughout the whole movie, um, she was not present at all, Mm-mm. like, with her son. Like, at least the dad was a little bit more concerned and, you know, he rescued him at one point. But I just feel like the mom was not there for the son. Every, every time the son had some kind of issue, like psychological issue of seeing his dad, she was just there was no empathy or sympathy from her whatsoever. She was just cold every time. To it was son. weird. I mean, she was talking about how you can keep him in your heart, but you have to banish a grandpa Seth from your mind. That was so odd. There was just no compassion from her whatsoever. So my theory now is that maybe Grandpa Seth sent those goblins back to uh, eat her because he was very unhappy with the way she uh, treated Alan. Alan? I mean, uh, Joshua. Joshua. Where did I get Alan from? <laughs> I don't know. She was very unhappy. Or he was very unhappy with the way uh, the way um, she treated Joshua. It's possible. You know, and again, <laughs> like with the whole like Grandpa Seth being a Jedi. Okay. So... It would make sense because he would have like a lot of midichlorians in his blood if he's a Jedi. And the midichlorian, it's, you know, half mitochondria, it's the powerhouse of the cell, and then chloroplast, you know? So that kind of makes me think he's probably like, a, maybe he's a goblin Jedi. Ah. Uh. Maybe he's like, because goblins have some extent of magic powers. You just don't really get to see them. I think the shitty ones don't have any powers. Because okay, there are a lot so of shitty ones. You just get to see them what, do something. What, what is. Yoda, what is his species? I think he's a boglin. Do you remember boglins? I don't know how old you are. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I love how you were like, I'm not discussing I'm, my age on the show. I, <laughs> I don't want to. No, I, I, I mean, even if I am old enough to understand, I probably won't because of my lack of <clears throat> understanding pop culture and everything, okay. which is why I don't even know what I'm doing here. But That's hey. fine. <laughs> We're talking about Troll 2. But hey, well, I'm a okay. vegan. So. so I'm, yeah, I'm going to educate you on that. Okay, so yes, Boglins so. were these really cool-ass toys that they had back in the 80s. Yeah. And they were like little hand puppets, uh. and they were made of latex, and they just looked like goblins, and they were gross and shit. I had one. It was awesome. And, you know, so uh. I'm thinking that. So this is definitely before my time. I'll confirm that. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, my age. My age. Oh, I need my cane. So... Where were we? I know we were talking about Grandpa Seth. And yeah, and then we're going on, uh, you know, at, that, at, at some point in this movie. And... Yeah, at some point in this movie, we go on a uh, we go on a vacation, which they're doing a home exchange with somebody in Nilbog. <laughs> and dude, this is why I'm never, ever going to use Airbnb, because it's like you don't right. go to bed and then expect to wake up and be the other bee for breakfast. Can't do it, man. It's like a weird predecessor to Wife Swap or something. (laughs) Watching this movie will definitely freak people out who use Airbnb. Yeah, I know. Or any kind of 
exchange service. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because I guess what I liked about this movie, it where it took place does make sense because if you're going to have a secret goblin kingdom in a modern day society, where would they hide? Would they hide out in the forest? Maybe, but even better idea. They're in some middle of the nowhere town with a population of 50 people. I think that would be the perfect place for goblins, <laughs> you know, assuming if they were real like, and they were here during our modern times, I, I feel like that would be the perfect, uh, scenario the perfect, we've got plenty uh, of goblins in, in in dc so i don't think we're in any shortage of them but oh, i think if D- you're <laughs> i think if you're gonna go okay if you're gonna go to a town and it's called nilbog the first nilbog. thing i'm gonna think is that's goblin spelled backwards i'm gonna be a little <sighs> suspicious Not everyone's as smart as you though i can't help it i just read things I, forwards and backwards and upside down mm-mm. yeah Growing up, I I had the hardest time when I was a child understanding Red Rom. Like, even as the kid was saying it, I just like, I was like, what? Red Rom? Why is he saying that? Red Rom? Like from The Shining? Red Rom from The Shining. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No context. But yeah. Red Rom from The Shining. Um, When I, I watched that as a kid and I just, yeah, I just didn't. Yeah. This is a very, that's a little bit of an homage (laughs) to The Shining there. Like with the whole Nilbog goblin thing. Right. So. I don't know. I just feel like it's just like, uh, I don't want to go to a town that's eh, spelled goblins spelled backwards. What, what were they thinking anyway? Going okay. To that town? So I think the dad wanted to do this thing. They're going on vacation for a month. And I'm just like, you just stacked your vacation time up, buddy. Mm. And so they're going on vacation. They went on vacation for, they want to go on vacation for a month to go live like farmers. And that's <laughs> such a very hipster thing. I'm like, this movie was way ahead of its time. You got the Airbnb. You're going to go be farmers for a month because that's your vacation. Oh, God. Uh, So, yeah, and they go and they swap houses with this goblin family. They don't know we're goblins. And the goblin family is busy poisoning their food. And which plays into the end of the movie, of course. Uh, And then they kind of... Man, that's the whole thing about that time period is that there's no way you would you know like what the family looks like unless they like send a picture in a postcard. Yeah. You know, there I guess there was there's was no internet. There for sure was no internet, no social media at the time, so they couldn't even uh see what these people look like. I like <laughs> if you make the, if you make it for like today, if you remade Troll 2 for today, it was just like you're just getting catfished now by right. some fucking goblins. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So no, uh, we have it made now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Doesn't it make it the internet so safe? Yeah, doesn't this uh, this age of media and social media doesn't it make it harder for horror films to come up with these scenarios? Because you know the internet pretty much reveals a lot to us Mm. that wouldn't have been revealed back in the day. I like to think that media that the media that we have has taken a lot from horror films. Like you know, we probably have learned a lot from. I don't have any specific examples. I'm just, I think I'm just talking out of my ass. Uh, I'm just still kind of caught up on the whole Airbnb thing. Like, and, and now we have that. And then the whole, like people wanting to live as farmers and that's a vacation now. So it's interesting to see how, uh, how horror films. Is there a website? I wonder if there's a website. People, people from, uh, urban livers switch with, uh, people with farmers, right? I'm sure it's probably based out of Austin. (laughs) <laughs> that's a startup idea guys have 
bring people no, from the city. No, don't say that. Somebody's going to take that idea and have it up tomorrow, man. Yeah. Dude, you 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 Family develop the idea, swaps. then you sell it to somebody, <laughs> or buy the domain, figure out some domain names, go buy those domains, and then when you know somebody comes up with the idea, they're going to need that domain, and then that's when you cash in, man. You know, actually, I'm I'm probably going to do that. So if you guys are listening to this right now, I already have the domain. Just so you know, that's so don't true. even look, ladies. That's not true. <laughs> Okay, so... You don't know my life. uh, So this town of Nilbog is apparently farmers. Apparently, but really they're just turning people into goop so they can eat the goop. And I spent a lot of time thinking about goblins being vegetarians slash vegans because they say vegetarians in the movie. Right. But they hate eggs. Mm -hmm. I don't see no cows there. I feel like they're (sighs) vegan goblins. I I was, uh, the whole time, I was just wondering about the milk. Right. I mean, because it's very thick. So. And it looked the way cow milk looks when it. When it curdles. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it's just cornstarch. I mean, maybe they're adding something to their soy milk or they're doing almond milk or some other kind of nut milk. You know, possibly. Mm -hmm. Because it's just I didn't see any cows, although I I would love to see a goblin milk a cow. That'd be fucking great. Oh, so. uh, Yeah. um, Trolls, as far as I'm aware, excuse me, trolls. They're not trolls. That's, I knew I was going to do this. The movie's called Troll 2. There are no trolls in this movie. They're just goblins. <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. Uh, a slight side tangent I have to mention, too, is that the guy who plays the dad, he's actually in a movie called Goblin 2 that came out this year, which I had mm. no idea existed. Goblin 2, guess what it's about? A fucking trolls. trolls. It's about trolls. Just one troll. But it's about, uh, I'm like, oh, I got trolled by that. So are very you kidding hard. me? I'm not kidding. It was on IMDb. I t- it must be true. It mu- he's even There's playing no the way. same character. He's playing the same character. What? I'm just, I have to see that movie. <sighs> so goblins. This is not, there are no trolls in this movie. There's fucking goblins. So goblins will pretty much eat anything. But what do you think caused these goblins to want to become vegans or vegetarians? Like, what that, kind of weird schism in the goblin community could have caused this? I, I'm baffled, too, because when you think about any kind of creature, villain creature, villainous creature, they eat the flesh. They eat meat, right? Mm-hmm. Or they'll eat humans. So it's like, how are, why are these goblins vegetarian but is are they really vegetarian because these are these are once people before that they're eating also something i thought about too you know because uh i'm i'm guessing that they consider people to be more like mm, not them more like animals which is Uh. also which now we're getting we're we're deep diving into this now so maybe they don't consider them you know on par with them so it's okay to turn them into plant (laughs) food and eat them true like do you think that they would do that to another goblin or could they even do that to another goblin Mm. would that be like cannibalism if if you turned another goblin into plant food and ate him dude i think that would get you kicked out Mm. of nilbog right away it's a good point and then i'm also thinking that um well they probably hate the humans for all the meat they eat too that's true Right. Um, at least this one, this or this little community does. Right. So um, why would goblins be vegetarian? Is it that they know there's a food shortage coming in 2050? 
Is it that they just don't, they don't, they're against like the horrors of industrial farming? Like they were walking the countryside trying to, trying to find a place, like trying to find Nilbog and they wandered across, you know, like a, a slaughterhouse and watching the pigs get killed. Yeah. Cause I mean, that is pretty horrifying, but bacon's delicious. I sent you a theory. You sent me a theory. This just in folks. We have a theory from Jay, the producer. Maybe they were on the edge of the pesticides. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had a lot of pesticides back. Well, we still have pesticides. Monsanto is trying to take them all out. Not yeah, maybe they had to run from it. You know, it's kind of like uh, religious persecution in England sent a, our, you know, sent the pilgrims here, and uh, pesticidal persecution sent the goblins to Nilbog. Mm. Could be. That's not bad. I kind of mm. like that idea too. I just want like a prequel to Troll Two now. You could call it like Troll Point Two. So I'm what sorry. Was, what? <laughs> What was your favorite part of the movie? Ugh, I don't know about favorite part. I th okay, no, I do know. Uh, my favorite part of the movie is when Arnold is seeing the troll. The God damn it! I knew I was gonna do the it. Trolls. This happens every time. <laughs> they're called trolls. It's not. They're not fucking <laughs> trolls. They're goblins. That's twice now. When they when he's seeing the goblins eat that girl, and it's not him, them eating the girl because that grosses me out. It's the part where Arnold goes. They're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, my God. Also, I've heard that before. Yeah. Like a bunch of, I don't know, like on the Internet, on yeah, YouTube. It has to be a it's, popular meme. It's fucking it's circulating. Also, you know. And I was like, this is where it's from. This is the movie where it's from. And dude, like Arnold's acting is so understated. Even when he's screaming, there's a fly that's just like crawling around on his forehead. Just oh like God. chilling. <laughs> Yeah, that acting, oh my god. What is he was just like, oh my god, they're eating her. And then they're gonna eat me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that still makes me laugh. God. That's probably that my favorite just, part. God, Holly was a bitch I, though, dude. I feel like I could have done a better job. Oh yeah. And I'm a terrible actor. Me too. That's why I don't do acting. I just sit here and complain about things. That's my one true talent. But like, let me, I got like, we got to talk about Holly. Like she's the shittiest girlfriend ever. Mm. Like she's doing this whole thing where it's like, you can't see your friends. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my God, bitch. Huh. You know, that's emotional <sighs> abuse. I hope you know that. <laughs> I was kind of, you know, strangely enough, I was kind of on her side. Why's that? This guy had some serious attachment issues with his friends. Like. Maybe, but it's healthy to have friends, but go, you know, continue. He just, there was too much. <laughs> he spent way too much time with his friends. I, just, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, I mean, he I did know. rent an RV to follow her on vacation, which I'm, or I don't know if he rented it. He somehow as a 16 year old has a, a license to drive an RV and knows how to do it. Right. But I'm like. If you're going to do that to follow your girlfriend, don't bring your friends along because like you've got like a perfect fuck cabin there. You can just hole <laughs> up there the entire month that y'all are on vacation. It's all good. 
Okay, so that's that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, he's he has his chance to be with his girlfriend, just his girlfriend, and how is any of that going to happen if he's constantly surrounded by his friends, right? Yeah, and I get that, and I do I do agree with that because I, I have dated somebody that was like that where it's like every date was a group date, and it was like, ah, oh, this is not going to work out. But I didn't emotionally abuse him about it. <laughs> that's kind of where I draw a line. Right. Yeah. Mm. So, I'm mean, like... Nobody, like, the I mean, main family members don't really get eaten for the most part, except for the mom. Except for the mom. And then all of Elliot's but friends. why, out of everyone, the mom? I mean, I already know why. I'm just asking she's, you. Yeah, no, because apparently <laughs> she's part goblin. They just, they need to bring her back into the fold. Who knows? And, but, I mean, they did dispatch with all of Elliot's friends, so it's like, Holly should thank them. Oh. Yeah. Maybe this is all Hollywood. Oh, my God. And then this is bringing me back to the popcorn scene. Oh, I, I'm what like. What is going on in that scene? I have no idea. Oh, no. Where's the popcorn coming from? I am not sure, <laughs> but all I remember that these last lines were no more popcorn. No more popcorn. And I was How thinking was to he? myself, this would be heaven for me because I fucking love popcorn. It's got a beautiful woman but on top of But did he drown? Him. Did the popcorn, like, make his body dissolve? Because that's, like, you don't see him. He's just in popcorn, and then, he, you know, it's like, goodbye, movie. You don't see him again. I'm assuming, like, I'm just he's like, dead. What, what was the point of the popcorn? I mean, was, was she going to eat him what was the, the popcorn? What was the, point of of the, the, what was the point of the ear of corn, though? Yes, because that, too. Does she we'll always see. use an ear of corn to seduce people? <sighs> Is, like, because, you know... I would be very concerned if I was gonna get down with this oh, pretty lady. I know. I was if I was about to get down with this pretty lady, and then all of a sudden she whips out an ear of corn. I'm like, what are we doing with that? No, I I, mean, I, I was assuming that it was gonna turn this guy into a plant, but it wasn't green, and that that kind of <laughs> that's another scene we'll talk about in a second. But. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I, I kind of assumed the corn was there, you know, that he was eventually going to turn into a plant, but I guess we were kind of trolled <sighs> into yeah. thinking that, and yeah. what ended up happening was they made out on top of popcorn. I think some like, sex might have happened, but you don't maybe, see any. Maybe that's... I don't, maybe so goblins so don't just, understand sex. She wasn't trying to eat him, she was just trying to get some. Is that the whole point of that scene? Maybe she was hungry and she wanted pop... I don't know. I think she was trying to turn him into plant goop, but this was not really... You know, you couldn't really tell what was happening there. But the yeah. ear of corn just bothers me. I'm like, is... If if goblins do have sex, is that something that's, like, a common commonly used sex, sex toy? Like, an ear of corn? I mean, I can understand where it's, where it's ribbed, and sure, I get it. But the kernels are going to come off at some point. And they're either going to be stuck in your ass or stuck in your <laughs> vagina. And the and apparently these things just turn into popcorn immediately. So what's... I don't even know. I, I always have lots of questions about how things procreate or have sex. So goblins probably don't really get, get the whole thing. Well, I think see, they're missing something. Are these goblins, are they... When they have sex, are they in their goblin form or are they in their human form or do they alternate? Between I think both they like forms? to be in the goblin form, I, probably. At least the, the 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 villagers. Like I think Leonora likes to be in her human form because uh, she's the queen. She's the goblin queen. Yeah, but she really is just. Uh, did you ever read any X Men comics when you were a kid? No, that was before my time. Did you ever read any X Men comics ever? <laughs> 
Uh, they still have them, know. apparently. <laughs> no, I'm only here because I'm vegan. Yeah, of course. I have no pop culture. Which is, I bet your listeners hate me right now, but oh well. No, I'm here, you guys. have a personality. You're not just <laughs> a vegan. I mean, I do want to get your opinion on this, but it's like Leonora is the Goblin Queen. It's like. So back in the day when Jean Grey became Dark Phoenix and then she died, somehow Mr. Sinister had made a clone out of Jean Grey who named Madeline Pryor, who eventually went mad because she figured out she was a clone and Mr. Mm -hmm. Sinister was just using her and she became the Goblin Queen. Okay. I feel like Leonore, she's like Mr. Sinister's first failed attempt at making a Goblin Queen. He was like, nah, scrap it. Just send her out somewhere. Just get her away from me. And like a very only a very small percentage of people listening will understand that reference. It's very nerdy. I don't. So yeah, that's all right. So. Fair enough. No, but like as a <laughs> vegan, how do you approach this movie? Like, what kind? What is, what kind uh, of morals do you see in you it? You know, that's that's a really good question because the way I approach it will be different from the way other vegans may approach it. Um, I, I know that there's definitely some who may get offended by this. Um, I don't fuck think fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. I hate those type. No, of vegans. no. This is this is a podcast to be offensive. So go for it. Those are not the vegans you want to be around. Um, the ones that get offended over everything, and you know, I'm. I guess I'm the type where you know, I just kind of, I just want. I was having fun. I was just watching it, having fun, and uh, and yeah, there's definitely a lot of pokes at vegans, but who cares? It's just a movie, you know. Yeah, I mean, there I are mean, some pokes, but yeah, I think but it's like nothing, more no, There's pro. nothing too bad, though. Yeah, so. and I mean, the, the gal who wrote this, she wrote it because a lot of her friends were becoming vegetarians at that time, and it pissed her off. Yeah, no, <laughs> I can definitely funny. tell yeah, whoever no, tell. whoever wrote this or whoever directed this or whoever came up with the screenplay definitely did not, uh, was not very fond of vegans. Yeah. I could, I just instantly knew that going to halfway through the movie. I was like, ah. Okay, this person, director, or whoever came up with this idea probably doesn't like vegans. But yeah. hey, they weren't too they weren't too hard. I don't think so. They weren't no. too. I mean, and if anything, too offensive. Well, I mean, you know, if anybody gets upset with you about having your own viewpoints, heaven forbid, and they're mm -hmm. vegan, you know, the easiest way to piss off a vegan, right? The easiest way to piss off a vegan. Okay, maybe not the easiest. The most fun way. What is, what's your, what is the most fun way for you to piss off a vegan? Ask them if they got a flu shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Good thing I don't take flu shots. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying, if anybody gets in your face, that's the best comeback. Mm. At least I would say. That'd be the only there one I go. would have. Mm. So how do you usually keep up your immunity then? Just healthy eating. I, yeah, I mean, I just consume a lot of vegetables and fruits. Much like the goblins, that's why. Much like know? the goblins. They had good stamina, you know? They were spending a lot of time running around and chasing people, too. Yeah. So, I would well, say. Well, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess the, the part that freaked me out as a vegan was the scene where they're eating that girl where after, right after she had just turned into a plant, and it's kind of like she was like half the, like, decomposing body half plant and i didn't find like i don't know how they would find that appetizing because it's like i'm eating cauliflower that's like covered in blood you know like that's the feeling i got when i saw them eating that that's kind of um i was like well don't you want to wait for it to turn more into plant because she had just <laughs> barely turned into whatever you want to call that 
Yeah, and, and it's I like was fake. still, I still was seeing the guts and ah. yeah. Yeah, you think it's like steak where, you know, it's like you've got different levels of being cooked or plant. Like there's rare and, you know, medium rare. Well done. In their world, yes, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if there's like some weird fringe group that really likes their 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 plants, their human plants rare. And they're kind of, you know, looked at like, ew, that's weird. You're practically eating a person. Actually, I remember that the queen made a comment. She was like, mm-hmm. is it ready? Or something like that. Something along the lines yeah. of that. Like, you know? And, yeah. And I'm wondering also why she but turned she had- Arnold into a tree, into a plant. And then just like, what are you, are you not going to eat him? Because right. he didn't eat any of the food. He had a he had that weird drink that she gave him. So <laughs> I was just like. The drink, the green drink. And that brings me to the. The, the food we had on the table as soon as the family walked in to the new home. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. Uh, just basically imagine just your Thanksgiving feast, I guess, or just any kind of feast with a bunch of green shit topped on top of every food item. You know, the stuffing had some green shit on top of it. The turkey had some green smudge on top of it. And, and then you had this green drink and then the family's like, oh my God, a feast. Let's dig in. <laughs> I mean, there was no question, like, what's this green stuff? Not even, no one even asked. I guess they thought it was food coloring. Maybe they got there and their vacation started on March 17th. Who knows? (laughs) Right. So, yeah. And, you know, the food, the food legit grossed me out. The, the, the goblin food, because I'm just looking at it. It's all like pastries. And then, you know, the, there's a, there's a picture of green liquid and I'm like, everything is full of sugar and it's grossing me out because I don't have a sweet tooth. I, yeah. I prefer salty. And it was just like, ah, I wouldn't eat that anyway. Ugh. It was just, it was kind of gross. Yeah, um, they just, they just treated the food like it was just normal food. Yeah. And, uh, I would say I, I, this is probably looking way too far into this movie, but I remember when there was the big fat-free craze that we had around the early 90s, mm. especially with things like Snackwell's cookies and whatnot. And it was like, fat-free, 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 right? And everything yeah. was that. And then it was all full of sugar, though. So right. it's no, actually that was worse just, for you. Just another corporate scam. Yeah. That's all it was. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm wondering, was that, a, was, that like a, was that a comment on that? Probably not. Hmm. Possibly. <laughs> I do remember that phase. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Fat-free. All the devil suit cookies were legit. Those things were fire, man. I did like those. Those were the only ones. But, you know, it's like that was way before we learned that we have to have things like healthy fats in our diet. Right. Well, I mean, when you think about it, like when, whenever it says fat-free, they're just replacing it with some other shit. Yeah. And if you look you on know. the ingredients and it's, you know... <laughs> It's not really health. It doesn't mean just chemicals. Yeah, exactly. Ah. It's just, yeah, I never got that. You know what? Yeah. It's like, you know, these, the goblins were totally about healthy living because I mean, they're, they're eating the essence of a plant. They're eating the, they're breaking a plant down to its essence in -hmm. that green goop. So yeah, maybe it's just, they're really about living healthy lifestyles too. Yeah. I mean, that's what it kind of sounded like, especially, uh, there's, I guess when they were in that, it wasn't a church, but there was, there was like a gathering where this um, father-like, you know, priest-like figure was talking about, um, you know, all the things that you don't want to eat. 
like the hamburgers, carcasses. yes, hot dogs, clusters of hemorrhoids, clusters of hemorrhoids. And then every time he would say like a hamburger or steaks, everyone in the crowd would just be like, oh, you know, like grimacing at the fact. And I yeah, was like, wow, that's yeah. Even that's, with uh, even with the fucking eggs, dude, because the the, the uh, that one store shop owner, you know, the kid asks if he has any eggs. and He's like eggs. Oh, right. <laughs> that was that. And, and that dude was like legit high as fuck during the filming he didn't know he didn't know where he was and you could tell you could totally tell his eyes are just like he's actually in the scene yeah <laughs> he's not acting so uh i have no to yeah all, all the goblins the actors did a great job in yes just being pale and who was your favorite actor my favorite actor yeah i i like the goblin queen yep same in a, in a strange way she kind of turned me on she was kind of like a predecessor <laughs> to bayonetta a little bit before she decided to go and get her old powers back which okay we have to talk about that because <laughs> she asks the stone yeah. the stonehenge magic stone she had to right. ask that for her old powers back and then it just gave her a makeover from she's all that so it's like her hair got taken down the glasses went and yeah. she looked like she had braces on for the beginning of the movie, and then those right. were gone, so she has the good teeth. Mm. I'm like, all right, that those were the extent of your old powers. It's not too intimidating, but okay. And I couldn't find any connection to fucking goblins and Stonehenge. I'm just not an expert on Stonehenge. If mm. Yeah, I mean, if somebody else out there listening to this is, you know, just drop us a line for sure, because I don't know what the connection is. Maybe they came from there. Maybe they came out of a portal through Stonehenge. But yeah, the whole Stonehenge, and I'm still trying to figure out how touching the Stonehenge is the, the secret to defeating the goblins. It seems like it's not really like, yeah, I don't, I guess. It was, I, I know um, that they're supposed to, you know, the, I guess they're transferring their goodness or their goodwill. But yeah, I, I wasn't buying it. Especially yeah. when the little kid's struggling, like, feel harder, try harder. <laughs> That's not Touch the rock harder. <laughs> if you're trying to transfer good energy, yeah, that frustration and anxiety is not the best way to do it. I know, right? These <laughs> goblins are getting ready to kill you. You're not in the most po- you don't have the most positive uh, outlook at that point. Oh yeah, and then also, let's, you know, if we're the goblins and they're about to destroy us, let's just watch them do it. <laughs> I don't want to die by a goblin. That would be awful. Yeah. What were you saying? Did I remember they, what? Well, like, as when the family was trying, when they had their hands on the Stonehenge, I mean, what were the goblins doing? They were just kind of I think they were just, just, like, chilling, slowly like. encroaching. <laughs> I don't know. And the thing with, like, okay, Stonehenge Magic Stone, who did that? You guys. I went, okay, because I love all my listeners, I went and found a whole bunch of synonyms for stone that we could have used instead. Let me see. We could have used... Instead of Stonehenge Magic Stone, it could have been Stonehenge Magic Tablet. Magic Monument. Monolith. I like this one. Stonehenge Magic Obelisk. But Obelisk is kind of like mm. a... Nah. Maybe that's, that's a little eccentric. But then you could have used Pillar. Anything like that. But no. Stonehenge Magic Stone. You know? I get it. The, they, the writers are Italians. Fine. I mean, you know. It's a translation thing. Whatever. Also, I do have to point this out, too, because it blew my mind. It had to be a placeholder line in the movie. The best line of the movie is when the preacher in the Goblin Church, where is this? 
Oh, uh, he says, we need some time. We need time for some things to happen. Yeah. It's basically like, <laughs> that's the most moviest line in a movie that ever movied. They just forgot. They were just going to put something more important there, and they mm-hmm. never did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. I think the whole movie was filled with dialogue like that, lines like that, for oh, sure. Yeah. Can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Oh, my God. I want to go to a live Troll 2 screening so bad. Just so I can quote along. Uh, so all what in else? all, like, what did you think about what did you think about this movie? Is it like something that you would recommend? I mean, or I, does it have to be? Are should you be a vegan or vegetarian to watch this and really get the point? No, you don't have to be vegan. But I, I think if you are vegan, you would probably get a good good laugh out of this movie for sure. I laugh my ass off at some parts and you just kind of have to accept the fact that, Hey, it's just, it's not a serious movie. It's not meant to win an Academy award or anything like that. So you kind of just approach it going like, okay, I'm just going to watch this movie, have fun with it, roll with it. And the whole idea is that does it entertain me or does it not entertain me? That's all I cared about. And it entertained me very much. So good call. There's not Um, a lot of movies about, horror movies that have to do with being vegetarian or vegan so no, that was although, kind of a fresh uh, you might want to revisit Texas Chainsaw Massacre because apparently that has kind of a slant to it oh. because uh, basically the way that Leatherface and his family are treating the victims are the way that uh, animals are treated in, in, the, in big farming <sighs> so it's it's a it's very understated the movie itself isn't very bloody but that might be something interesting too so, so. the killer was kind of just I guess he was sympathetic towards factory farming. And I don't think Leatherface has sympathy or empathy, but I, you know, because they actually were, uh, they actually came from a slaughterhouse where they would do it, you know, the old fashioned way with a hammer. Oh, okay. And then uh, I, I as industrialization takes over, they lose their place in society and they don't have any marketable skills. So it was kind of a, you know, kind of a criticism on the, uh, the I techniques see what you're of yeah, oh, the techniques okay. of industrialized farming being cruel to animals, and is it really crueler to do it that way, or is would it be say crueler to do it the old-fashioned way mm. with like a fucking hammer? So yeah, no, I'd have to watch that then again for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's a, it's you know it's an excellent film. We did the did an episode about that not too long ago. Uh, so um, I mean. I don't like this movie. I'll be perfectly upfront with any with everyone. Fuck Troll Two, and it's not because you know I don't appreciate it for the the best worst movie it is. It's just I'm really bothered by people being eaten while they're alive. It's just my thing, and it makes it makes me all squicked out. I when I say I literally whole, lost that's my the whole lunch. point of a horror movie though. Yeah, to but gross you out, right? I know, and, you but know, I scare like, you. Actually, there were some parts that were pretty like kind of freaked me out like yeah because like especially when the kid was lying down in his bed you know in in a strange house and he's just looking up and there's these weird creatures like smiling down at him i mean that's pretty freaky yeah like think about if you checked into an airbnb you know this place is supposed to be your home away from home no i already laying down (laughs) (laughs) you're laying down and you see those weird goblin pictures and on the ceiling like who the fuck are these people and what the fuck are we doing here why are we still here i would have left honestly I know, joshua's but. the only one that was a survival instinct so uh i mean god the rest of the family is just yeah although i, I like the dad he's funny uh but the dad I, yeah the dad was a good yeah character yeah he was 
doing some acting at least. Um, <laughs> and Grandpa Seth was cool as shit. Yeah, he was too. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's a fine, it's it's a fine movie for what it is. It's not my cup of tea just because I, you know, it's just a personal like not a phobia. There are just certain things that I can't watch on screen. It's like teeth, eyes are you know to a certain extent, and then people getting eaten alive or vivisected or I'm like I don't want to see that. I don't like torture. It's right. kind of it's all oh, it's very close to torture, and I'm just like that's where I draw my line. Oh, and yeah, rape. So yeah, base- rape scenes are a no go. I should I shouldn't mm. even have to say that though. Right. But you know, I'd say like if you want to go see it, go watch it. It's an experience, and then you know you guys can be part of the cool kids club. And say I say if you if you have a vegan friend, watch it with them. Yeah, make them watch it with them. Yeah, don't tell them what you're putting on. Like just like <laughs> make something green. Oh wait, cool. You're if you have a vegan friend, it's probably gonna be green. Although it could be red or orange or there yellow. There you go. Get some green, like, get some, get some juice. Get some peppers or some uh, sweet peppers. Yeah. You know, actually, what I, part of my uh, healthy living, I uh, juice every day. Cucumbers, celery, kale. That's all green. So I can imagine if I wanted to invite, like, a friend over, get some of that juice going. Man, you must be regular this. as a clock. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. Know what no. that means. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm guessing I have to piss every hour. Is that what you mean? Sure. Regular, Why not? regular, like I have to piss regular. Well, you're not pissing green, right? Oh no. Okay, good. We've dispelled another myth. I'm gonna <laughs> be the new MythBusters, guys. <laughs> no, I'm not pissing green, and I don't eat everything that's green. No, of course. I mean, there are, you know, I, I know that I'm kind of, I'm not trying to rip on you. I'm just an asshole. All but right. there are plenty of, you know, lots of uh, protein. There are plenty of alternatives to eating a, a meat-based diet. I use plant protein every now and then myself, and I like it. Tastes good. Mm-hmm. I got no qualms with tofu. Tofu's the shit. I will eat tofu raw without doing anything to it because I like the blandness. Mm, okay. I'm a weirdo. That's even weird for me, but okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I outweirded the vegan. Cool. New, new milestone. Go. No, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's a, we can, there's plenty of ways to get protein. Uh, one of my friends uh-huh. actually spent a lot like a period of time just getting his protein just from peas and he is a professional wrestler and has to work yeah. out all the time so vegetables have a lot of protein guys mm-hmm. yep and <laughs> i'm sorry i got i lost my train of thought already so i was talking about food and i'm kind of hungry i'm thinking like fucking garden burger would be good right about now a double decker bologna sandwich a double decker garden burger <laughs> uh a and double decker I- boca burger Ooh, maybe not. Um, so before we wrap up, pimp out your podcast. My podcast. Is the, it? Can we listen to any of it yet? I don't know. No. I mean, the producer's right here, but it's easier to ask you and put you on the spot. Well, no, you can't. Not right now. I mean, got a couple of weeks. Got okay. got a, got a couple of weeks left in recording, but pretty soon. Uh, podcast is the other side of living, which is not death. It's the other side of the life that, or basically the life that you should be living, but maybe you're not. That's what I'm doing. I'm talking about what is holding you back in your life. What are some kind of, uh, psychological, mental challenges you're going through? Because I guarantee I've probably been through most of what, if you are experiencing those problems, I've had so many issues growing up. Psychologically, <laughs> I still have them. And uh, yeah, I mean, we all still. You have can them. tell you've been of... on this podcast for an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, we all have our little, you know, little things we're working through, and 
I, that's all I'm, my mission here is just to provide, uh, insight, positivity, um, just direction for anyone who's, who's looking for direction. You know, if you're kind of a lost soul like me, I'd definitely check out this podcast so you can find yourself, find what works for you. Um, change your life, change your habits, change your lifestyle. You I know mean, what? that's the whole podcast. We're just, just getting thought into of something. everything. Yeah. Like when you're doing your Uber driving, you could be, should be like a life coach while you're Uber driving. So it's like if somebody's having a really bad day, <laughs> you can kind of encourage them. But I know it's like I mean, some people don't like to talk. No, so. yeah, no. Some people don't like to talk and that's okay because I don't like to talk all the time. Uh, but no, I've had, I definitely had those situations before where you kind of get, get into it, you know, with a passenger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but, so about, is there any, are there any particular topics that you're covering on the podcast right now? Or that you're right now? On? Yeah. So, um, starting off, I just kind of want to get into more of the healthy living side because I feel like that's, um, you know, if you just focus on your body first, you know, you'll be able to excel in other areas of your life. That's what I believe. Yeah. Uh, so like fitness, um, just healthy eating, anything yeah. that gets the body moving, like running yoga. Oh yeah. And, I love uh, yoga. I'm a big yoga person. Um, you know, because really yoga is to yoke both the body and the mind right. into one whole. Kind of integrates yes. both your body. And yeah. Mind, so right. I'm, I'm really good about doing yoga in the morning because I have a fucked up neck, so I have to, but, uh-huh. uh, it's become, it's pretty much been the only thing that's helped with my neck pain over the last six years, like mm. long term. So, and, um, how hard was it to develop like a daily habit of doing that? Not hard. I mean, especially also if you get a foam roller, I can just pop those knots in my shoulders. And foam mm-hmm. rolling is the best thing in the world. You can pop the knots in your shoulders mm-hmm. and your legs. Oh, it's great. It's mm. like massa- it's like getting a massage every morning. Right. No, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that. it sounds like uh, you might be able to offer some insight to, to my listeners on my show. Sure, I'll come on and talk so, shit. Yeah. I mean, talk yoga. Yeah, talk <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, she... I love talking about my ailments. I'm really good at them and having to go through all the different, like... Because I've gone through a lot of uh, different uh, holistic things to try and get around it. Because I had, like, a bad painkiller addiction for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luckily, Mm. uh, I've been off painkillers for four years, so I'm good. Uh, But, I, you know, I have to figure out different ways to do things. So I take turmeric supplements for inflammation... And for a while, I, I delved into Reiki. I have my Reiki 1 certification, but uh, kind of wasn't Reiki. my favorite. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have that up there. We do. Yeah. You have tons. Of, that's where I got my certification. I got my cert in uh, Austin. So, um, But no, I would love to come on and talk about yeah, definitely, uh, things. Because there are uh, de- so many different ways to get around pain. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. All right. Well, as we wrap it up today, I'm going to be on another podcast because I clearly haven't been recording enough this week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so burned out, you guys. Tomorrow's technically Thanksgiving. I wish we were releasing this on Thanksgiving because it's a gross episode and it would be perfect, but we're not. So, um, yes, Thanksgiving, my favorite mm -hmm. holiday, Mm -hmm. favorite holiday. Exactly. Mine too. Well, no, that's Halloween, but until next time, (laughs) stay creepy. 